Hi everyone, it's Professor Clark, and in this lecture we are going to talk about the prepositions v and na, plus the prepositional case. Most of this will be pretty familiar to you, and it is also just a review of what's on pages 9 and 10 on your textbook. So I recommend going over pages 9 and 10 in your textbook pretty closely. But this is a nice review and a refresher and a slightly different way of looking at things. So let's start with the preposition v, or as it's sometimes written, vo. Remember that the rule is v, just the letter v before most words, but if you have a word that starts with a consonant cluster and the first letter in that consonant cluster is v or f, then you will write and pronounce vo before the word. So for example, you have v Moskvie just with a v, but then vo Vladivostokie, vo Floridia, vo Francii. If you're going to say it quickly, of course, the o will uh, be reduced because it's not under stress. So you'd say va Vladivostokie, va Francii, va Floridia. You also use vo, the ve-o, with uh, va mnie and va vsiom or va vsiach. So before the pronoun ya, or the special modifier vies, uh, you are going to write and say vo, vo or va. So va mnie, va vsiom, va vsiach. So when do we use v? Uh, v plus the prepositional case indicates location inside a closed space. So the use of v always means there's some kind of a border or boundary and you are inside the border or boundary. So some common uses for v or v are when you're talking about inside countries, like v Russie, v Amerikia, v Anglii. Countries in Russian are considered to have borders and are considered to be enclosed spaces. You are also going to use v with states and regions in general. There are some exceptions to that. You can see some of them listed on page 10 of your textbook. But for the majority of states and regions, you're going to use v because the majority of states and regions are considered to have borders. So we say v Severnoy Karolinia. Um, so in North Carolina, or v Nizhegorodskoy Oblasti, in the Nizhny Novgorod Oblast. So those are specific states or regions that have clearly marked borders, and so we use v. However, there are some exceptions. Uh, for example, we use na with islands, so you're going to say na gavayach in Hawaii. Uh, Alaska is a peninsula and it's also kind of a territory, so we say na aliaskia. So just remember na aliaskia, na gavayach. Going back to when we use v, we always use v with cities because once again, cities are considered to have boundaries or borders. In fact, the word gorit, city or town, means boundary or border. A city is a bounded or a bordered place. So we say v Moskvie, v Nizhnom Novgorodie, v New Yorkie, v San Francisco, v Winston-Salemie, and so on and so forth. Also, as a general rule, when we are talking about being inside a building, we are going to use v, and this includes most school buildings. Note uh, when you look at the list of places that take na on page 10 of your textbook, 
They have na for things like departments and courses because those are not actual physical enclosed spaces. Those are considered to be events. But school buildings are enclosed spaces. So we have vushkolia in school, vabshajiti in the dorm, of universitetia in college, of magazinia in the store. Any kind of an enclosed building is going to take v. So if v is for enclosed spaces, na is for open spaces. And so the basic idea is that na is for open spaces, uh, but it is used for open spaces, being on top of flat spaces, and it's also used for activities and official buildings. And as I mentioned in the previous slide, on page 10 of your textbook, there is a list of some of the most common places where you use na. Uh, so again, just a quick review, if it's on an open space or a flat space, you're going to use na, so na stalia, on the table, na ploshidi, on the city square. Note that we say the same thing in English, we use on for both on the table and on the city square. You are also going to use na for an activity, and this is why it's used so commonly. Uh, so we have na rabotia at work, na lexi at a lecture, na kursia in or at a course, na filmia at a film, and pretty much any kind of activity is going to take na. We also use na for an official building or an official place. So na puchtia at the post office. Note that in English we also say at the post office. Na vagzalia at the train station. Again, in English we also say at the train station. Na uh, kafdria at the department or in the department. Uh, so any kind of an official building or an activity is going to take na. We also use na for territories. Uh, so territories, unlike defined states, are not considered to have defined or enclosed borders. So we say na Kafkazia in the Caucasus, na Uralia in the Urals. We also use na for points of the compass, na Vostokia in the east or na Zapidia in the west. And again, points of the compass don't have borders. So you would not use va, you would use na because they are an unbordered space. There are some locations that you can use both va and na for. Uh, so for example, you could have nastalia on the table on top of it versus vostalia if it was in a drawer in the table, for example. Uh, you can also say na filmia at the movie versus va filmia in the movie. So if you are watching the movie, you're na filmia. Also, if you're watching the ballet, you're na balletia. If you are acting in the movie, you're va filmia. Or if you're dancing in the ballet, you're va balletia. However, you are always va teatria because that is the actual building and it's an enclosed space. So whether you're performing or viewing a performance at the theater, you're going to use va teatria. So that was a quick overview of the prepositions va and na with the prepositional case. I hope you found it helpful. And again, go over the boxes and the charts on pages 9 and 10 of your textbook. They have a lot of really good information there. And once again, and I know you're not going to want to hear this, but it's completely true, the best way to learn when to use va and when to use na is to do lots of reading. 
you can also watch TV or movies. That's another good way. So if you're not feeling quite up to reading works in the original Russian yet, uh, you can rent movies on Amazon Prime or Netflix. There are a number of Russian language movies on Netflix, Amazon Prime, YouTube, uh, the big studio Moss Film has a bunch of its films up for free with English subtitles on the internet. And so there's tons and tons of freely or easily available Russian movies on the internet and you can watch them and it will be a great exposure to colloquial Russian speech used for native speakers. So that's a really great resource and I recommend using it if you really want to improve your Russian in general and also start getting a feel for when to use these different prepositions.